Hi, everyone. This is Mary. Before we begin today's actual episode, I just wanted to provide a little bit of preamble. I thought it was a good time to talk about politics, not actually politics in terms of what we think and how we feel about issues or candidates or current members of our government. I thought it would be a good time to talk about how to talk to your kids about politics, how to have these conversations, where kids are getting their information, other things such as that. I suggested to the kids, okay, I threatened them within an inch of their lives that they were not to talk about their personal opinions. No one wants to hear us talk about what our opinions are and how we feel about politics and what we think of politicians. I really wanted to keep it as nonpartisan as possible so that we could just focus on really what our podcast is supposed to be about, which is talking to your kids, starting conversations, etc. You will see as the episode progresses, the kids were chomping at the bit to debate each other. I know that they disagree with each other about certain issues. I have a few theories as to why that is. That's an episode for another day. But I did have trouble executing this episode because we were trying so hard to stay away from our own personal opinions. Now, you will see that we were not entirely successful. So I hope no one's offended by any of our comments or any of our personal opinions. But at this point in time, it's definitely, I would say, uncharted waters especially as a parent, looking at today's politics, everything that's going on. I'm sure other parents are struggling, trying to figure out how to explain things, how to talk about things. But again, as you'll see later in the episode, Maggie's always telling us that we don't give kids enough credit. We don't listen to them. And I think this is definitely an area where We should be talking to our kids. Hopefully you are talking to your kids and whatever age they are, you're able to find some age appropriate conversation to have with them and engage with them about some of these topics. So without further ado, here is a failed experiment about talking about politics without really talking about politics. I'm Mary and this is Talks With My Kids. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Mid-October. This is Talks with My Kids. Um, As always, I am here with my associates, Ethan. Hi. And Maggie. Hi. Uh, It's just me and the kids today, but we are excited to have our first uh, studio audience here um, recording the podcast. One of of our friends is uh, here today to uh, watch everything go down. So um, welcome, and we hope you enjoy the show. Um, Today we are talking about something that is timely as we are uh, just a few weeks away from midterm elections. There's been a lot of things going on politically, um, interesting things, new things, um, 
this is a topic I've kind of avoided up to this point because I think it's def difficult to execute properly because obviously we have our own opinions and thoughts and stances on things. Um, and really even within the three of us, I don't think we necessarily agree on everything, but I didn't want this to be a partisan or a biased conversation. I don't want to talk for 20 or 30 minutes about what my opinions are, how I feel or what I think. I really just want to focus on what is the purpose of our podcast, which is to talk about how you can start conversations with your kids, whether it's difficult conversations, easy conversations, interesting conversations. So um, how do you talk to your kids about this? And, and I don't think this is just resolved or I don't think this is just reserved for teenagers. I think that you can have meaningful conversations with your kids about politics that are age appropriate at any age. I remember going all the way back to second grade um, when we were having a presidential election and we were able to be involved and interested. So I definitely think it's important um, and you can have these conversations and as kids become teenagers, you definitely can have more meaningful conversation and even debate with them because they are much more cognizant and aware of the world. Um, and I definitely think that's been the case with Ethan and Maggie um, in the past year or two. So um, I will start with um, you, Ethan and Maggie, whichever of you want to kind of give me an idea. Um, where do you guys feel like you're getting your information about what's going on, like current event wise with politics? Either you or the internet. Well, but I will say we were talking about something um, that happened recently um, politically and we had not had a conversation about it up to that point. But you, I asked you, like, what do you know about this? And you had a lot of information. You knew a lot more than I realized you would. So where where do you feel like you were getting that information from? Oh, actually, I guess I learned a lot about that on Instagram. Because, like, if I'm just on my Explore feed, then I'm looking at, like, news things will pop up. Do you want me to hit you? Is it, the Instagram is the most... Um trustworthy site. I'm not, I'm not learning statistics on that. I'm not. Stop. Okay. So that's interesting. That's not something I ever would have thought of. So what kind of entities are these on Instagram that like you're getting information from? Are they like special interest pages? Are they news organizations? Like what kind of entities are they? Um, I don't ever look at what the actual account is, but I've seen like, there's a video of like people talking about it and then I watched that and then like just more stuff popped up and then I looked at it and then I learned things and yeah okay well that's really interesting and I'm sure that parents like aren't aware of that I know that you know parents are on Facebook a lot or you know people my age or you know older people and you guys aren't into Facebook anymore because that's not cool but it makes sense. We get a lot of information or articles or stories or whatever from Facebook. So I guess it's not unusual that you would be getting information from Instagram. Is, is it the same thing with other social media? Maggie, are you getting things from like Snapchat or? I mean, there are news like things on Snapchat, but I don't watch them because they're usually kind of dumb. So, okay. Well, and Ethan, for you, you're in high school. So 
you know, Maggie says she's getting information from social media. Are you getting information? What, what kind of information are you getting at school? Like, do you guys talk about current events? Are you, what kind of exposure are you getting within school to things that are like politically inclined? Um, I don't know. There's not really anything from school that like, we usually don't talk about politics because the sensitive subject. Well, I mean, are you not even talking about stuff like in social studies? Because yeah, because you're you're talk you're not even in American history right now. So I wonder if, because Maggie or is is your social studies class American history involved right now? We're learning about like the first like British colonies and things like that. Okay, well, and you also both of you took a an elective class called Hail to the Chief, Ethan. You uh, very cool. We're taking it as the 2016 presidential election was going on. So that was like a really interesting perspective. Um, so do you feel like that was the last time you had a chance to really talk about stuff in class? Yeah, definitely. Hail the chief. Like last time we actually talked about politics in school. And then the, the follow-up or the companion class to that is called history of rock and roll, which is kind of, I think an innovative way of, of teaching historical events kind of under the guise of, you know, the history of rock and roll unfolding. And Maggie, you're in that class right now. Are you guys talking about political events in the past as they relate to today? Or are you talking about current events at all? We talk, so we're in the beginning of the unit right now, but um, the next unit um, is like the civil rights movement and how like rock and roll influenced that. And then like, I know that there's some other like political stuff entwined into it okay and then or uh or any of your more general classes like ethan you have a freshman focus class i don't know if you have any other kind of more general interest classes where you may be like talking about current events or like when i was in junior high i had channel one which was like anderson cooper was on it you know he's on cnn now um but Oh, wait, we watched Channel 1 in sixth grade, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, do you have any, are they giving you any kind of, like, news sources or things like that to keep up on current events? No. Uh, we don't talk about politics and depression focus. Okay. So, that's interesting to me. Um, so, I would say, you know, parents, you're not surprisingly a big driver in terms of both what your kids are hearing um, how much they're hearing. And I, I think probably more than I realized, or, you know, maybe I'm just not thinking about it clearly. Parents are, are big influencers in what kids are thinking and, and backing up to that, Maggie, what, what did you ask me after one of the presidential, um, debates in 2016? So this would have been Two years ago, you would have been in sixth grade. Yeah. Oh, I asked if we're Democrats or Republicans. And what was my response to you? Um, that you're, like, what, what, your response was what your party was, but that I could be whatever I wanted. And I think that is my good intent. I don't know if that necessarily 
becomes helpful or can play out the way I intended it because we are so influential as parents as to what you're hearing and what you're thinking. It really is my intent, though, that you guys would gather information on your own, process it, make your own decisions, and that we can be respectful of what those positions are. But as I tell you guys, if you're going to make a stand or have an opinion about something, then you have to back it up. You have to discuss it. Ethan, I feel like you have have trouble with this or have problems with this. No, I don't. I don't it's, just, it's, just, it's just hard to, to argue against like two to one. So you feel like we outnumber you? Oh, definitely. Well, but is there a way that parents and kids can engage and is there a way that I can improve so that we can have these discussions and you don't feel attacked? Um, I don't know. I guess just don't be so democratic. <laughs> well, if we're being democratic, then we would, I mean, do you mean don't be so partisan? Like, don't be so kind of entrenched in our own opinions that we don't consider yours. Yeah, definitely. Maggie, Maggie needs to work on it. Well, and so what, I mean, we have these conversations at the dinner table. What are other ways that, that parents can engage kids at whatever age so that they're getting information and they're being fair and being respectful about it. Maggie, any opinions on, is it just a matter of like listening to kids more? Yes. Parents need to do that more. That does seem to be like a platform you maintain. So when we are having conversations or discussions or we're disagreeing what is it that parents can be doing differently to make you feel more respected or heard? Um, act like the kid actually has a opinion and it's not just like, just because they're younger, don't act like they don't, you know, know things in the world. So not being dismissive. Yes. Okay. And... Ethan, what can your sister and I do to make you feel more comfortable stating your opinions? Well, I don't know. Stop being so annoying about everything. Like, especially Maggie, just, like, yelling your opinion. I mean, you speaking directly through Maggie. So are we being too aggressive? And... Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. I mean, it's kind of bad when Mike has to step in and be like, relax. So do you feel like you're not able to express your opinions as much or? No, just anything I say, she's like, oh, well, this is why I'm right. And then what's it nonsense. So we're not listening to your opinions or considering where you're coming from. Pretty much. Okay. And really that bumps out into the bigger kind of picture do you guys have a feel for where politics are at right now? Do, and it's hard because you guys are just now at a point where you're more cognizant of things. 
do you feel like things have gotten more difficult? Do you think that politics, politicians discussing politics is more difficult or is not as respected, not respected, but respectable as it used to. Ethan, you said that it's not discussed at school because it's sensitive. Do you think that teachers are shying away from having political discussions with students because it seems to be like everything's such a hot button issue? So, I mean, Maggie, I feel like you were pretty up on things during the 2016 presidential election. Do you feel like things have gone downhill? Do you feel like people are not respectful as a matter of course in terms of politics right now? Or do you have a feel for it at all? Compared to like a few years ago, politics kind of turned into, you know, like a kind of... Hot mess. Hot mess. Well, and and how do we get back to... I mean, was there ever a point where people were respectful of others' opinions that were different? I mean, no one... There's never a time where everyone is respectful of anyone because that's the world we live in. Um, But I feel like now, just because of our president, that things are different because he's not the most respectable person who's very respect, respect, respectful to other people. So, well, and I would, I, you know, this is like dangerously teetering on the edge of becoming, um, you know, the point where we start inserting our opinions. But Ethan, would you agree that, things are different than they were even two years ago. I mean, I guess. I feel like the further we go, the more respect we have for each other's opinions. Like, when it wasn't a lot worse, like, a couple of decades ago. Well, and that's, that's one thing that people say. Like, I have a professor who... When, when I was in grad school, we would talk about things that were going on. We would talk about being frustrated with certain political issues. And he would say to us, but look how far we've come. When I was a college student, when I was going through this, things were much worse. They've gotten much better. You all don't have the perspective to know just how much better things have gotten. But I understand that perspective, and I think in certain issues that is the case. But why is it that just the past two years seem to have just every it, like it's just a free for all at this point? And I guess my concern is I feel like there's no adults in the room anymore. And what I've been struggling with as a parent is to how to talk to you guys about that. In that, I I don't I. I don't think that it's partisan to say our president has made statements, especially on Twitter, that are disrespectful, that are inappropriate. I would hope that everyone can take a step back and say that is correct. Like, I I always go by, like, the grandparent test on social media. Like, if you want to be comfortable saying that to your grandparent, if that would seem disrespectful, rude, inappropriate, then 
It probably doesn't belong on social media. And I think there's a lot of things that the president has said that, that does not pass the grandparent test. Like, I would, I would not be comfortable saying such things to, you know, my elderly grandparent. So I guess my concern with raising teenagers and you guys hearing all this is if we can't have that respect at the highest level, then why should I expect the two of you to respect each other at the dinner table? Do you have any thoughts on that? Do you feel like, do you feel like that's played into it at all? Do you feel like, eh, uh, it's a free-for-all for everybody else, so why should I sit here and have a respectable conversation with my sister? Lies, lies, I'm all sorry. lies. I'm sorry, I'm not the one who, who starts yelling when... Okay, the reason I don't have respectful conversations with you is because I've lived with you for the past 13 years. Not necessarily because I don't I, agree with things you say. I would argue that you guys have different debate or, well, debate styles. So I think at least in part, you guys don't interface well because you have different ways of communicating your points. I don't, I don't see how living with me for 13 years is relevant. Because you know how to make me angry. But I, I'm not angry when I'm just like ex- or like discussing my views on something and then you get mad at me for saying No, because then I'll disagree with it but then you'll do something where you're like I'm Well, will I do something back up my point with facts or... No, when you say something annoying that you know is going to like make me angry at you. What, something, facts? Is that not what you like? No. I will say I... Ethan, I'm I'm not taking your sister's side. I'm just trying to like assess this objectively. You are an expert at pushing her buttons. At the same time though, Maggie, you know that this is his maneuver. So you could just dismiss it and okay, move on. But the thing is, when he annoys me, I have to shut him down or he keeps doing it. Uh, please think when you get mad and, and shut I'm, me down, I'm it gonna, doesn't I'm really... Gonna, I'm going to hit you. And, gonna, and really... you start laughing like a five-year-old, that's when it pushes my buttons. I think you two... You guys are starting to sound like politicians. You're my, so. you're my favorite sister. Just to move on to kind of other more general topics, um, one complaint of, I think, older generations is that the younger generations are not as engaged in politics, political discourse. Do you guys feel like you're engaged? You're aware of what's going on? Do you think, Ethan, you're a little closer than Maggie on this age-wise, do you think that when you turn 18, you will you will register to vote and be an informed voter? Is that something you intend to do? Uh, yeah, I'll try. Maggie, what about you? I would definitely, and I don't, I think it's fair of older generations to be like, we're not as involved because, you know, it's their job to teach us about stuff. It's their job to, you know, before we came along for them to, you know, keep our government together. So if they're not doing that, then, you know. So so you think we've failed you as older generations? Not all of you. Some of you. And... How? Donald Trump. What, what, what does Donald Trump have to do with this? We're not talking about Donald Trump. That's cutting. why I'm not talking to the microphone. Okay. All right. Okay. So um, as we wind down, I think this is just, it's a hard topic. And I think it's hard even within families. I think you guys are not necessarily as far away from each other as you think. I, 
I think that what you're getting tied up in is just kind of your sibling relationship. And if we could somehow, I don't know, mute that particular issue, I think you guys could converse a lot better than, than you do right now. Especially because, as I said, Ethan, you know how to press her buttons and Maggie, you feed into it. So no, no, no. I think that you're both intelligent. I think that you both know what you think and why you think it. We just don't do the best job of, as I said, interfacing with each other. So just kind of summing up, um, as I said, I think that regardless of the age of your child, I think it's good to engage with them have conversations with them. Some can be more age appropriate than, than others. Um, I think that it's good to not shy away from these conversations. Not every topic is great for the dinner table, but I think it's good to touch base with your kids, talk to them. And as Maggie said, really try and get at listening to them and getting an idea for their opinions and where they're coming from. I think that we all need to, to do a better job of kind of taking a step back and trying to listen to each other and understand people's viewpoints instead of um, what I think is so quick for all of us to do is to immediately start thinking about what our position is. And we're so busy getting prepped for making our statement that we've completely missed what the other person is saying. So, um, one last question, just circling back to school, um, Ethan and Maggie, do you think this is something that you need to be more engaged about in school or do you feel like your schools could be doing a better job of engaging you with, or, or is it a matter of it's only appropriate for certain classes and you're just not in those classes right now? I think we could be talking about it more in school, mostly because we're not talking about it at all in school. Well, and is that part, part of the complaint about why kids aren't engaged? Do you think that this was discussed more? I feel like it was discussed all the time in like across the disciplines when I was in junior high and high school do you think that we've gotten away from that, gotten away from the difficult conversations, and that's part of why students aren't engaged? Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it is the older generations not teaching us how to, like, do all of this and how to learn about it. So That's interesting perspective. Um, Ethan, do you have – I feel like Maggie has, like, pretty, like, strong thoughts about what parents can be doing differently or how ca- they could be engaging with – kids is there any other are there any other suggestions you have about what parents could be doing differently what I could be doing differently no N- I, I, don't, I don't think so but do you think something can be doing better well you seem to have opinions about what I'm doing or not doing so like tell me what I can do, be doing better or how I can make you feel more comfortable about discussing these things point you've taught Maggie years and ways too much and now that's all she could think okay Ethan any other thoughts no all right well I'm just doing a great job and Ethan has no complaints I don't 
All right. Stop. Okay. Well, I think definitely this is one of those topics that parents may shy away from or may not be comfortable talking with their kids. But I think especially now it's important to try and have these conversations, push through, as Maggie said, listen to what kids are saying, what they're thinking. Um, and it's, it's hard. A lot of the beliefs we have, I think, are deep rooted in how we were raised or what our own parents thought. And, you know, it's interesting to have these conversations and see where kids are coming from. Um, and even though it's hard, we really shouldn't shy away from it. So we will wrap up for today. Um, keep having those conversations. Keep uh, talking to your kids. Um, I'd like to thank Ethan and Maggie for joining us. Ethan, Maggie, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. And uh, we will see you all starting in November.